to Critical Ditto! Uh, how did you stumble here? I'm running the game tonight. Uh, my name's Stuart, <laughs> and... People are going to think we edited out a lot. That jump that you just... That was abrupt. a self-edit. People are going to be like, what did they cut out? And I'm going to tell you that we didn't cut anything out. She can etch a sketch. He just removed the picture and began again. Tonight, I'm on the moon. The gravity is low. The air is thin. The view of the planet is beautiful. Do you see it, Ali? Do you see it? Uh, yes, I do, Stu. Uh, I'm still on the spaceship. Uh, I'm sorry. Get off. The... Come and look at, oh, and look oh, at the moon. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow, look at the moon. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Why was I spending so much time on the ship? There was a solo mission and there's four of us on it. And look, is that an alien? It looks like Kenny Mullet. That's the character I'm going to play now. He looks like an empathetic young man on a quest to find out more about weird poker powers. He's joined by some aliens that are actually Pokemon. Those aliens are a Dartrix called Bowtie, a Gyarados called Moustache, a Salandit called Hoops, a Honchcrow called Fedora, a Spiritune called Swirly, and a Galvantula, I've just remembered, called Fleek. But we're missing our spaceship engineer, <laughs> David Leavesley. And so is there a uh, Mrs. Man on the Moon? There isn't, you say? Oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. Hi, I'm David. I'm uh, the spaceship engineer, end quote. <laughs> and when I'm trying to disassociate from the hell of that spaceship mission, I like to pretend that I'm Theo, the sardonic and intellectual former priest of the Church of Sloking. On Theo's team of Pokemon are a Medicham, a Kabuto, a Swadloon, a Togekiss, a Barbarical, and chasing the combi and whilst i'm too busy flirting with a mythical creature in a crater i do believe we've lost track of our mission mascot tom dale tom tom baby where you at guys um i i thought we put the coordinates in for jupiter i seem to be alone is that okay i mean there's some other very strange things here there's a lot of other planets that have turned into well this one planet has come towards me and turned into a person she's called brandy she is the ex-cheerleader of the pokemon champion on a quest to turn her dad out of a celio and in her hand she's got different continents and they're all the pokemon that she's got on her team and the- <laughs> i guys i think let me finish it let me I think get to Tom's the end gone mad guys if i get to the end then we'll do notes and we, we can rerun it we can rerun it <laughs> Um, and yeah, the continent. So there's one that looks like a, a Lopany called Wimpy. There's another continent in the shape of a Scroopy. Uh, I think it's named Gary. Uh, then there's a Munchlax and a Bunnelby and a Meltan with a little, another sort of sub. What's that called? A little peninsula section. I think that's the Meltan's oh, little bell sprang. The whole planet seems to be riding a car coal. The mission has gone awry. I'm going to throw back to the, <laughs> I guess, the mayor of the Apparently. moon. Who, <laughs> if I, who <laughs> the mayor of the moon, that's who Welcome us to the moon. Let me let me be the first to say, welcome to the moon. It's one small step for Pokemon, one giant leap for what, what happened, happened last, last time. Timed. Yes, there we go. Previously on Critical Ditto. Why did I go Southern American? Why did I make that choice? We will never know. Kenny, you and Hannah, you're in this security mm. room. Fleek, find a tiny little gap in the machine. We want you to be able to control the doors in the prison. And suddenly this white light starts to emanate. It's Fleek the Galvantula. Access granted. Hey, Kenny, Luann, she's unaccounted for. I'm just a little confused. I gave her a second chance. My parents died. They don't get a second chance. Hannah unlocks the General Phillips candy cell. Tail between his legs, Kenny follows. 
Delch the Polywell has is coming at you under Shine's command with a vicious wing attack. Dr. Bunnelby, go! Bunnelby looks into Polywell's soul, and the only person really that treated them as an equal was Columbo the Monferno. I know all you, and this isn't you. Shine feels a hand on her shoulder. It's over, Shine. The extreme balls fall away as they release their containing members, and you see both Lightning McQueen, the Carcol, and Inquisitor Rain just this relief. Theo, you're on the top level of the prison. I need the two of you to make a run for it, for that puzzle over there, and I am going to try and distract that. Zygarde! And it fires across as that cube is solved. Strikes Mr. N. The Zygarde creature disintegrates. Pogakiss in their own sort of panic and stress releases one of these sort of single glistening sapphire tears. Okay. Samantha, if you want to take your loved one and go, I understand, but you have to give me that tome. Best of luck to both of you. We'll see you on the other side. I hope so. Kenny and Hannah breathe heavily. Through his matted mop of dark indigo hair, Kenny spies Hannah, her face covered in oily splatters, her hair matted with muck. There is a tension still between this pair of special defenders as they lock eyes. They have barely spoken since their excruciating conversation in the core prison surveillance room. Their communication since then has instead revolved around a silent ballet of Pokemon battle, as the pair have fought their way through several clay doll sentries stationed between the surveillance room on level 1 and the prisoner holding cells they're looking for on level 2. Defeated Claydol lie in walkways and tight corridors behind them, their brittle bodies littering the floors like shards of clay in an archaeological dig site. Hannah tenses her jaw and wipes the sweat from her brow. Though young in years and small in stature, her grim determination gives her a world weariness that makes her unrecognisable from the nervous waif whom you met in the Sephiroth tree. Her lampent follows suit, its constant flame burning weakly, clinging to fighting consciousness. The second level of the core stretches out in front of you, arcing its way around the vast meteorite crater. All natural light from the surface has long since given up attempting to penetrate these depths. Row after row of cells built into the rocky exterior wall extend above and below you, connected by terrifyingly thin ladders and gangplanks. Hannah checks the digital maps retrieved from the surveillance room. According to this, Candy and Phillips should be... Give me some light, Lempen. I'm struggling to think... From nowhere. A terrifying psychic blast rips through Hannah's lampent. The ghostly beacon is sent flying into a nearby support girl and topples down, light extinguished. Lampent! Kenny, you shield your eyes as a piercing searchlight finds you. Behind the relentless illumination, you see the distorted silhouette of an enormous clay doll rise with sinister intensity from somewhere on the floor below, hovering in the inky blackness of the core's crater. The captain of the guard. Hannah kneels and cradles the wispy tendrils of Lampent, looking to you, Kenny, with wild, desperate eyes. We're so close, Kenny. Don't let it be for nothing. A mechanical hum whirs and echoes off every jagged rocky outcrop and metallic platform that surrounds you, Kenny, as the clay doll prepares another devastating blast. What do you do? Oh, straight into a battle. Yeah, we're going in. Very good. So that's the question, Kenny. Captain of the Guard Clay Doll. Actually, do you know what? Before we start this, let's just let's just define this clay doll. David, why why is this clearly the captain of the guard? Because it has a very large badge. What does the badge say? 
The badge says. Um, the Come badge on, David, says. Tell us what the badge says. What does the badge so say, the ba- David? So the badge is so big because it was given to the Happy clay doll birthday. the first year that they won. <laughs> Happy the third first- birthday! <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say there's a badge that says best captain of the guard of the year, and then ever since they've won it How every single year because the they're the only. There? Well, they're the only one. They made it for themselves, but they've won it every year, so they've made the badge very big. To get it every single year. Do they make the badge bigger every time they win it because people have stopped <laughs> commenting on it? I suddenly feel sorry for this desperately lonely Claydol, but bought himself a badge that said best captain of the guard. Just to give the listeners a sense of a Claydol, because I'll be honest, I don't know if I could totally mentally place a Claydol. Claydol has got a rotund black body with this large head that looks a little bit like those humidifiers, those like steam humidifiers yeah. that let out aromas. Mm. It has large pink eyes that go around the entire circumference of this weird steamer up to your head. It's got arms that look like table tennis bats. And there's some fun white and yellow decals on the body, although I assume that's covered by the, the badge. Head, the head can spin, mm, yeah, can't yeah. it? A full oh, 360. Yeah. And also it's got like 16 beaks. So, um, so where's mm. the badge on it? Right over one of the bodily decals. So like one of those right. big eyes is just all badge. This is the clay doll you're facing down. Kenny, super scary, is readying... I'm going to say, yeah, a big sigh wave. What do you do? Not got many Pokemon to choose from at this point. Salandit has fainted and Spiritomb has fainted. Galvantula has had a lot to do so far. So mm-hmm. I'm, I think he's going he's gonna to trust his, his good old lieutenant. Bowtie is going to be out. What is, what is her responsive move to this sigh wave then? Bowtie is going to go in for... Let's go with uh, Razorleaf. Roll... Kick some Frostlass for me, please, Ali. Using nice. Razor Leaf is a physical move? Roll plus two. So this is right, 2d6 plus two. Physical attack. Here we go. Six plus two. Oh, so close to a ten. It's a nine. It's a nine. So we're going to do damage to each other. Unfortunately, though, Ali, this is the point I reveal that this Claydol is a stage three. It's well, captain of the guard. For the third year. Best captain for the for third, third year, year in the it, row. See? That's how it levels up. Think, should we do your damage first, Ali? Yeah. Okay, so Dartrick is stage two. We add plus two. You are not above the Pokemon because it's a stage three. You are, however, using a super effective move, correct? Yeah. Oh, on yeah. the ground type. So you add plus one. So you're at plus three. Um, you are going to then subtract minus one because it is a stage three above you. Uh, so you are, um, you're you're going to roll a d4 plus two. Big money. Yeah, pretty big money. It was a three. Five yes. damage. Yes. Simple math. Simple. Okay. Two plus three. <laughs> Try to trick us there, Stu. So the clay doll is at stage three, so that's a plus three. Uh, it is above Dartrix, so that's a plus four. It's not a super effective move, though, so it's going to be four plus the d4. Oh, God. It's a big, oh, it's don't a big know if going to survive this. It's a two, so six. Yeah, six. Six? Just oh, six. No. Oh, six. no. Oh. If I'd have rolled a bit worse, Ali. It's a huge razor leaf, but it's an even bigger side wave. Dartrix is going down. How does this look for Paul Bowtie? I actually think there's a there's a there's a few moves. I think it's it's not. Oh nice! Bang, oh bang. yeah, love that. Love that. I think um, I think Bowtie goes in with a razor leaf and it knocks into one specific side of the clay doll. Clay doll starts spinning around, sort of clashes against a wall. Okay, hang on. <laughs> clay doll. <laughs> I think the clay doll's spinning around and it starts it starts to panic, fires a sideways off there, a sideways off there. Using Dartrix, those pink eyes. Exactly. Dartrix, Dartrix uh, is dodging. She manages to get another razor leaf off. The sidewave connects with um, a rogue prison cell. Oh, and, God. And, and as it connects, it just sort of shatters the whole thing. Dartrix is sort of clattered by... The virus. debris. 
exactly yeah, yeah. in the in that she's hit back of the head with oh, a God. large chunk slams into the wall and then maybe a bit of rubble falls on top of her as well oh, oh so that's she takes horrible. out big damage but okay so you can see the chips in this clay doll tom how's the badge looking pristine and that's why Claydol took more damage. Claydol maybe could have dodged the razor leaf, but instead had to crouch protect around to protect the badge. Perhaps if you were to hit the badge, this might be the weak spot of Claydol. It might destroy them mentally. Claydol sees that Botai the Dartrix not only has damaged it, but has forced it into destroying the environment it was meant to protect. How can it wear that Captain of the Guard badge with pride, knowing that it has willingly destroyed part of the prison it should guard? Gosh, that Claydol is Furious, Kenny. Is, it, is, is the badge a mirror badge? So, the, so, what, so you so were you the, were the, the captain doll. all along. Yeah, where well, the, the captain doll. was inside you the yeah, whole time. Yeah, the clay doll looks at himself and just is like, no. <laughs> what have I become? You made me do this. You created me. Okay, now with that I'm energy, I'm going to lose this fourth year, and it's all because of you. <laughs> and I think it's going to go for it's going to go for a different attack this time. Let me go on. I want I want played on Musa. I want this to be accurate. The accuracy this is why of the Pokemon action in this podcast is very very dear to me. Let me have a look. Move set. Move set. Mm. So we went for a Psy wave. Psy wave, which Claydol does not learn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hoisted by my own petard. That is so good. Maybe it was a side beam, but just the way the captain of the clay does it is they wave their little tennis Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. Ali, I'm going big here, but it's going to go for a hyper beam because it's that angry. It's sort of like, do you know what? I've taken out a bit of the prison now. My my reputation is lost. I've got nothing else to lose. I'm going to take out this entire gangplank and it's just going to fire this hyper beam towards you, Hannah, Lampen, everyone. And it's acting recklessly now. It's no longer the captain of the guard. It's just a, a rage-filled creature with a ruined reputation. What do you do? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> not got many more Pokemon options, uh, so <laughs> going to have to be. Go Vegula, go Vegula. This this Joltik is gonna really regret coming along on my adventure. I have I have made it face a Moltres. I have had a cushy little life in a hairdryer. Cushy little life in a hairdryer, and you have ripped it from its home. And now it's facing down a hyper beam. I feel like this thing is let out of its pokeball and then screams for its dear life before unleashing. That's that's an interesting point, Ali. In Fleek's mind, why is it that Fleek? is willing to stand with Kenny in this moment, considering everything. Because that's an interesting character beat you've just brought up. Well... I'm open to a flashback conversation, Ali. (laughs) I'm going to say it now. Fleek has stuck with Kenny because Joltik doesn't look like much. It's tiny. It's really cute. People don't think that a Joltik could have much within them. And I think it feels a bit of a kindred spirit. A Joltik hides, right? If if Joltik's had a motto, it would be... Mm. A Joltik hides, and that's yeah. it. If a Joltik's and... wise, a Joltik hides. Really, that love is that. that is that is what all Joltiks chant as they meet once a year. Joltik appreciates. Can he put Joltik in in a powerful position? And basically, my life is in your hands, and no one has ever done that before. Someone's trusted me. Someone's telling me to not hide, and that something good will come from me actually seeking out other people. I think. So, what if what if at this meeting, this Joltik annual meeting, Fleek was there? What if Fleek in the meeting said, what if Joltik doesn't want to hide anymore? 
I know that the Joltics turned to what? him like... What? What? What is this? What is this? I just... I, this is our sacred way! First, first you come here with a name? Fleek? What is that? That's not my Joltics. name yet. <laughs> not, I don't know. Oh, I thought, that. I thought you'd already met him. No, <laughs> this is... When would I have had time to go to an annual conference? <laughs> Shipisode? Oh, of course, the shipisode. <laughs> You're right, I forgot about the shipisode. Okay, you the air. Famously, we have these on ships. Yes, this was the sky. Well, it was the sky person's turn, so, you know. The sky person? It was, was a ball leg to get so, here. So hold on. Nobody this, wanted this, it. This but, annual you know. conference is for Joltik and the sky person. <laughs> I met someone, and he uh, doesn't seem like the hiding kind. He thinks maybe we could be seen. Oh, no, that's crazy. If we if we are seen, we are in danger. If we are in danger, we are threatened. We are the lowest point on the Pokemon food chain. You understand that, right? Other Joltics, you understand? Yes, yes, of course. Yes, yes, gladly. We don't want to get... us. You see, Fleek, this is precisely why we should hide. We are in danger at all times. What makes you think that we should reveal ourselves? Sorry, I just... I think I'd like to try a, a different way, just for once. And I, I promise I... If it's the right way, I, I I will come back and let you know. And if it's the wrong way, well, you won't know because you'll all be hiding. And you'll be dead. Fleek! Fleek, where are you, buddy? Oh, good <laughs> luck, Fleek! Good luck! Now everyone else, hide in the clouds! Hide! Oh, did no one want cake? Okay. Ali, hyperbeam coming out so, yeah. not to shift the tone Can you wake or anything. Up like, well, that was a weird dream. That wouldn't be Kenny's weirdest, mate. No. <laughs> Gavantula is looking at you, Kenny, and it's like, do we want to face this down? In Fleek's I... mind, echoing. Joltic, Joltic is wise, but Joltic hides. For a split second, Joltic does hide. Kenny is so distracted with rescuing Bowtie from the rubble. Systematically, I'm going to create an advantage. But I think just for a, a moment, Joltik is going to. I mean, Galvantula, sorry. No, no, no. Do you know what, Ali? I love that. It's almost like Fleek forgot they were a Galvantula for a second and was still trying to act as if they were a Joltik and was trying to hide this large tarantula yellow figure in tiny shadows. Roll, create an advantage, and we'll see how it goes. This is with cool. new rolls. So your speed is plus three. Oh my god, that's amazing! Speedy bug. Speedy bug. Let's, let's hide in these shadows, I hope. Oh, it's another nine. Oh, Even oh. with a plus three. Oh, with okay. a plus three, rolled a six. But six does, okay. does that mean you get a plus? Are we, in the new yeah. rules, you get a plus You get a good and a bad. bad. You can take plus one forward. You can heal one harm. You can inflict one extra harm next time you harm an enemy. You can force your foe where you want them. Or you can suffer one less harm next time you take harm. But you will also have to like take a bad one of those as well. I'm going to take one forward Okay. to my right. next roll. And I think you'll see why when I... Do the next move. The captain of the guard, Claydol, filled with rage and fire, emits this ultimate hyperbeam, and it's strangely focused. Like those anime beams that go through, and then the explosions follow slightly after, and you can see it cut red hot through the gangplank. Gavantula, all four eyes trained on that spot, see that it's on one side. Kenny, Lampent, Hannah, Bowtie the Dartrix are all on the other, and Fleek realizes what's about to happen. Dies, but it's too late. The explosions follow, and this gangplank, the twisted metal burns and melts as it starts to fall and crease. And you see Kenny, Hannah, Lampent, Bowtie, gripping on for dear life onto the end of this gangplank, which now drops into the abyss. Kenny, I've, I've forced you where I want you, which is dangling off a cliff. 
Gavantula, you get to take plus one forward because your hiding in the shadows actually allowed you to dodge that hyperbeam attack and puts you still on solid ground. Captain of the Guard Claydol ready. Do you know what I've seen he does have? Self-destruct. I was just thinking. How so. sad is this? How sad is this Claydol? <laughs> it's maybe it's got nothing to lose now. It's destroyed a gangplank, a precious gangplank, in its own prison. It takes off the badge, guys. Crumbled its Captain of the Guard of the Year badge. You see the crumbling dust fall down into the pit below you, Kenny. <laughs> if the Claydol could look like it had given up. That's what this Claydol looks like. And actually it turns a hyperbeam in on itself and try to self-destruct. That's the move that it's going for. Hannah looks to you, clinging onto your leg, Kenny, and just like, Kenny, what do we do? Flake, if you can hear me, you're our only hope. Just take it out, please. Do something, anything. Use the shadows. You don't have to hide. Fleek is in the shadows, terrified. These blinking Galvantula eyes staring out. And Fleek thinks... I need to yeah. go for a move that's guaranteed not only to hit, but to hit first. I'm going to go for a sucker punch. Oh, nice. Love that. You've got a plus one forward as well, haven't you? And I've got a plus one forward. I don't know what its stat is for attack, <sighs> but... It's a plus two. So it's a plus three, Ali. Come on, Come please, on, plus three. Because even a mixed success, I would argue, is a failure. If this thing's self-destructing, it's an eight. Ooh, no. he needed that plus three. Oh, Kenny, I'm, that's some tough rolling, mate. What this means is we're going to do damage to each other. I mean, Claydol's taking itself out. It's self-destructing. Can here. I ask something? Yeah? This gangplank is destroyed. It's about, well, Yeah, it's kind of... What if it is destroyed? They're hanging on a cliff and they're like, we have no way off this. Mm. Ooh, yeah, Unless yeah. maybe Galvantula were to fire some sort of spidery rope across that Kenny and... Hannah can get themselves to safety on sacrificing itself because it Love has that. to stay where it is. So Love instead that. of actually sucker punching, sees the moment where it could survive is going to sort of save the day instead. Let's just tally the the damage, but I love that, Ali. It's a stage three. It's above Galvantula, who's still only a stage two at the moment. So that is the four. It's not super effective. It's just a normal type move. So it's four plus the D4, which is another two. So it is six, which is... Oh, yeah, Galvantula's not got a great harm capacity. It's only got three without upgrades. So, yeah... That's going to need some buffing. So yes, Ali, this this explosion, this self-destruct is going to be enough to take out Fleek the Garvantula. But tell me about how this noble self-sacrificing bug chooses not to hide. Garvantula jumps out of the shadows on top of Claydol. Claydol? And, and Garvantula! As it's on top, it can sort of see the vantage point and it sees Kenny's hand slipping. It sees the gangplank <laughs> crumbling around him. Galvantula knows at that moment that even if it takes out the clay doll, Kenny and Hannah are doomed. They're dropping. There's no way they'll survive. Galvantula fires a web, the strongest web it can think of, onto the other side. Basically, Spider-Man's this web onto the prison wall where Kenny and Hannah are wanting to go. Claydol is rumbling, about to explode, but it's enough time. If Galvantula keeps it distracted just long enough, Kenny can grab on to this Spider-Man web and propel him and Hannah onto the other side. As soon as Kenny does that, Gavantula releases the web and takes the explosion. Gavantula! Obviously, Flake, no! 
you've made your way across this, this spidery webby rope out of the initial blast zone, but still, from your vantage point on your perch of relative safety, the explosion is enormous. You fear the worst. That was a horrendous explosion. There's How could Fleek have survived that? That's, that's horrible. Until you see something land next to you. It's smoking, it's sizzling. But as you get closer, Ken, you see that it's webbing, and it's burnt webbing, still aflame. But as you tear through the webbing, you see the face of Fleet the Garvantula, unconscious but alive, and your savior. Oh, my slow king, thank you so much. Hannah, if we get out of this, I'm converting to the church. I don't care what Theo says, I think they're all right. Kenny, just a while, you, um, you white it out, so you're going to need to find a Pokemon Centre. <laughs> you go back to your last save, Ali. What? Oh, my half of my per diems are gone. Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> On the plus side, you get to do that Hannah scene again, so... Unskippable <laughs> <laughs> as well. <laughs> Kenny, I, I, thought, I thought that was it for a minute. I thought my life flashed before my eyes. I didn't think we'd ever be in this situation. I knew we were going to somewhere dangerous. It's still sobering to realise how deep we're into this. Yeah, it is. But I can right trust of, you, right? Of course you can, Hannah, but all of my Pokemon are down. Lempenth down for me. What are we going to do? We have to try to heal them somehow. For now, we're, we're here. We're, we're at the prison self. Let's do that and then see what we can find. We have to. I mean, we're up against Team Helsing here. I don't want to use my poker powers because of exactly the reason why you're sad because we don't know what could happen with them because they can unleash hell upon people. So instead, I try to use my Pokemon, but if I don't have my Pokemon, Hannah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to stop. Kenny, 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 calm down. You're normally the calming person, right? I'm only calm because I take strength from my loved ones, Hannah. And at the moment, it's just you here. I'm shaken by what happened between us not long ago. And all of my other loved ones are fainted or in probably mortal peril, knowing Brandy and Theo. And I'm putting you in mortal peril. She touches her face and feels the dirt, feels the grime, the muck. She looks over at fainted Lampent that she's just cradling in her arms. And I think the situation gets the better of her. She opens her mouth and nothing comes out. And there's this moment of apologetic deflation as she just holds your arm and it's a faint squeeze but it's not anything sure yeah and i think kenny silently stands up bowtie in his arms brings both his fainted pokemon into their pokeballs plows on into the prison with very little backup who's that pokemon Oh, I was just about to jump in as if as if the, I, I, we wouldn't do a weird intro. Tom, don't jump. It's way too deep. Wait. Mate, and, and you don't know what's at the bottom. I'm wearing my anti-lava resistant suit. <laughs> I was told this was this was the lava the lava stream that I could jump into and find the midsection that I so crave. I've what got a it? revelation for you. You are about 600 nautical miles south of Peru. So you're telling me this isn't lava. This is, in fact, Java. Pl- That's right. You're in the land... Of coffee, Colombia. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's Peruvian coffee. That's a Peruvian. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I was going. Hi, critical Dido. This is Bradley. Bradley Smock. Straight away. Hi, critical Dido. Love the podcast. It is incredible. Now I, okay, I he's think he's won us back round. Yeah, I think he means the podcast, but he could also mean Dido the singer. In which case, yes, 
Great taste. He Great will go down taste. with the ship. Oh, I just want to thank him. <laughs> Here we go. Bradley continues. There is no Pokemon D&D podcast like yours. Trust me. Well, now that's I've, an interesting statement, isn't I've, it? I, yeah. <laughs> that is because we made up a game. Sounds an awful lot like all of my teachers trying to not call me inevitably gay when I was a child. <laughs> David is... I mean, Special. there's nobody quite like him, is there? He's got a, got a personality all of his own. Trust me, I've listened to a few and yours is my favourite. Well, Bradley, that is an excellent intro. I mean, apart from you getting the name of, of your favourite podcast wrong, I still very much appreciate it. Also correct, mate. It's autocorrect. It's autocorrect. We all know that Bradley has been texting about Dido relentlessly, I imagine. Mm. So his computer just made the leap. And Big like, classical respect. scholar. Big classical <laughs> scholar. That's the problem. Before you all get too full of yourselves, too late, Bradley. <laughs> the character's name is Murray, and he is an S. Sorry, escort. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. The character name is Murphy, and he is an S-class trainer. He is a young man with blonde hair, green eyes, and wears an orange plaid jacket and car keys most of the time. He is after Team Mystic because, with the explosion during the Gary Smoke match. One of his Pokemon was injured very badly. His Pokemon are a Sceptile, an Umbreon, and a Magnemite named Wrench. I will leave what Pokemon got injured up to you guys. Well, Bradley, you're probably thinking, man, my character would have worked really well when we met the character who blew up the stadium. Whoops. We've, we've way, we're way past that now. So just just to clarify the, the costume, Tom, car keys... Car keys. Car, car keys. Car, car keys. I, so lots, I, did, I did hear car keys. Lots of little, my, little beepers. Into my car. Car yeah. keys. I like it. I mean, it's a statement piece. Nice Trousers jacket. Trousers made of car keys is very, very chic. Mm. Very. I mean, I don't know like what you guys are talking about, but that's what, that's what Bradley's written. It's car keys. So it's car I, keys. No, no, I, that's what I'm saying. I just enjoy it. I'm enjoying what Bradley's brought with the car keys. I think we now know Murphy is a jungly a man. Yeah, he has a job. <laughs> sort of like a Morris dancer. Like a, like, a, like a cyberpunk Morris dancer. I like this. I like this. Well, he said he joined Team Mystic, yeah? No, no, he's looking for Team Mystic. He's looking, what, to hunt them or to yeah. join them, though? He's after Team Mystic because with the explosion during the Gary Smoke match, one of his Pokemon was injured very badly. So he wants to join Team Mystic to thank them for injuring the Pokemon that he hated? You'd think if he wanted to get revenge on Team Mystic, he would have joined Team Helsing, right? Unless he's an inside man. Mm. He's got the keys to get into any door. So. Exactly. And as long so as it's just... connected to four wheels yeah. <laughs> and a motor. <laughs> a Klefki, he's, he's light. I have Klefki poker powers. That's why I've got keys all over me. And they're like, okay, sure. I mean, no one else would ever decide to wear that clothing. So I guess that's <laughs> oh got to be true. Yes, Murphy can change their hands into any key. They've effectively got frozen noodles for hands. Are we saying that he doesn't have those powers and he's lying? Oh, I, that was saying I thought he was lying. I thought he's oh, the he one person in Team Mystic who's trying to convince everyone else that he does have poker powers when he doesn't. Oh, I love and, he's, it. and he has yeah. to jump through insane hoops to do that. So they're all they're, during the poker power tests when they're doing their daily display of that, poker powers that, that they Frey do. That Frey makes them do. That Frey makes them do in Team <laughs> nice. Mystic. He has to unlock a series of doors every day. Elaine, psychically destroy that wall. Murphy, sure, no problem. Can you open this small box? <laughs> I'll do my best, Frey. I will do my best. As always, you can't watch me. That is the one rule. The one... I have severe performance anxiety. Please, Maybe everybody, she... turn around. 
<laughs> Maybe Frey is convinced that like his powers are locked away by such deep trauma, and he's like, "Yes, that is locked why. away." That's Love that. Happened. Frey has tried to unlock Murphy, but thinks Ironically. that because Murphy is a cleft key, that she doesn't have the right key to unlock. This is the one person that she cannot unlock. So she does it every day, looking for the right lock. And poor Murphy is subjected to this awful trauma every single day because <laughs> he's going to get that revenge yeah. one day. Mm. So yes, one of his Pokemon is injured. Yes, but we don't and know they, which one. It was a it was a poison cloud, wasn't it? Yeah. So it was. I it was Luan's poison cloud. Probably makes the most. Sep- I was thinking septile. Mm. What was the lasting damage to the septile? Asthma. Uh, asthma. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 that makes sense. So Murphy is has infiltrated Team Mystic and has convinced Frey that he does have poker powers, even though he doesn't, and he's just waiting for his moment to strike with his injured asthmatic septile and his magnemite <laughs> called Wrench. Uh, how is Wrench the only one with a nickname? Maybe it's a Formian Magnemite where instead of magnets, they're little wrenches at the end. Oh, that's cute. Ooh, oh, that's cute. That's exactly fun. the same typing, exactly the same stats, just yep. little wrenches yep. at the end. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you, Bradley. That was a great character suggestion and I'm so pleased that you're enjoying the podcast. If you too are enjoying the podcast but want to add in your own special character, special location, special defender... Maybe not. Maybe, Whoa. maybe that's probably. Um, please email. Whoa. We can't even we can't even include all the ones we created. <laughs> <laughs> please email criticalditto at gmail.com. And if you would like not even to wait that long, and by not that long, I mean three to six months rather than six to twenty-four months, you could join our Patreon at the champion tier level to get priority midsection. Meaning we go jump straight into your midsection. And a bunch of other cool stuff. <laughs> Speaking of jumping in. It's coffee. You are right. Yes. I knew it. The midsection is burned to a crisp though. I, I didn't get the whole. So the it was hot morning. coffee. Ironically, yeah. under all the coffee was all that lava. That's what was heating the coffee. Genius. Yeah, so I shouldn't have taken my, my suit off when I thought it was coffee. <laughs> and then swim further That down. was a poor move. Who's that Pokemon? Cleedle. It's Claydol. Can we remind ourselves of where? Theo of course, Theo succeeded in defeating the Zygarde and has got the Zygarde cube. The thing is, is Brandy and Theo were kind of ready to begin the event, whereas we're just trying to kind of wrap up Kenny's bit. Because I yeah, think yeah. Theo and Brandy are in the same point narratively. No, um, David, I think, I guess you and me, do you want to get a drink? You great. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? We get some Gothic yeah. Lolita DLC costumes that we get to wear in the next arc. So, yeah, yeah. listener, imagine this is all that's great. what's happening. This is great. This is fun. How about this? I'm going to chuck <laughs> in an alternative. I'm going to say, pair of you are going to play Candy and General Phillips. We are going to hear the last few moments that they were spending in their prison cell before a hyper beam destroyed the wall of their cell door. I'm, I'm probably more candy. I feel like I'm more candy. Oh, I was going to say I'm more candy, but here we go. But Why does Stu, nobody want thing, Phillips? Thing is, Stu, is He's a thing, gift. The thing is, Stu, Phillips is so you. Because <laughs> Phillips is you in that way. People don't know Stuart <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. that's damning. People who don't know Stuart Clark. He's basically General Phillips in real life. So it's really tough. But okay, I'll do it. <clears throat> Candy, I um, I want a baby. I uh... you, you want a baby? <laughs> wow, that is a direction, Tom. <laughs> Candy, I being in prison makes me realise I 
Stop being this kind of quirky, out there guy who's focused on his work and actually perhaps Cedric and I should settle down and just, you know, have a baby, baby. Haven't you been adopting Pokemon for years in exchange for not having a baby? I, d- I just feel like this is a very sudden U-turn for you in this particular moment after what, all the conversations you've had. you're saying I can't be a good daddy? daddy I beg of you, please don't use the word daddy or or daddy-o. Um, <laughs> I thought we had that conversation day one in this prison cell together, but apparently not. There are three men over there who demand that I call them daddy, baby, so I just, I'm getting confused by this prison speak. Oh yeah, it's, it's us, it's Moisturizing Mick. And, yeah, uh, Gabby Mick. It's Stabby Mick, yeah, the other mix, yeah. yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're gonna leave you to your conversation, but we are yeah, here. I, thank you so is. much, thank you. Darling, look, I'm just trying to keep my head low to the ground. You know me, I'm a chameleon, I fit in anywhere I go. People are like, wait, who was that? Was that General Phillips? Couldn't have been. I don't want to go above my station, but we no longer have stations because we've been imprisoned. And so I do need to make it clear, you are maybe the least chameleonic human being I've ever seen in my entire life. Candy, I'm gonna stop you there, because there's one thing I want to say to you. Hyperbeam? <laughs> yes, yes. A hyperbeam tears through the cell door. All the mix are gone. They got, they got taken out. <laughs> They're dead. The mix have died. <laughs> wow, you really <laughs> took the Mickey there, didn't you? <laughs> no, no, no. But I do oh, think. Oh, that hurts. They got temporarily buried under rubble. They will escape after we have left the building. <laughs> <laughs> They've got breathing holes. Kenny and Hannah, you located General Phillips. And Candy's cell. And it just so happened, I'm chucking happenstance in there into a narrative. Hello, happenstance, it's me. Is happenstance. That a- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> happenstance Bingeworth, Tallahassee's <laughs> brother. This is what happens when Theo's plot is cut. I just become Tom too. The cell that was destroyed by the captain of the guard, Claydell's hyperbeam, happens to be General Phillips and Candy's prison cell. Kenny, Hannah, you found them. Kenny, Kenny, look. Candy? Oh, thank God. Phillips? We'd come to rescue you, but you just walked out, so... Wait, who are you? Who are you guys? Hannah, you're okay. Candy! And Hannah runs up and embraces Candy with a massive hug. Candy, I'm so scared. How did you get out of Tapu Debbie? I'm so happy to see you again. (laughs) I've been been trying to act tough, but I am so scared. Hey, you'll always be my shiny, wiggly tough. I'm assuming assuming your Pokemon were were confiscated, right? Phillips, Candy, you haven't got Pokemon on you, have you? No, of no. course not. Does anyone? But who, are, anyone who have... are you, small child? I don't remember you at all. Oh. I'm mm. kidding. How can I forget uh. my two babies? Come here, bring it in. Oh, and, okay. And General Phillips moonwalks How... over and hugs both of you. Wow, General Phillips, they don't have showers in the in the core prison? Oh, believe oh, no, me, they, they do. do. They do, yeah. They do. they do, but I don't want to go in there. Why, why is that, General Phillips? Oh, I mean, why I didn't want to go in there? Because I never shower in the real world, baby. Why would I start now in prison when I'm locked up? Yeah, it's me, General Phillips. I've not got the voice, but I'm going to keep going. Do you want to swap? Yes, should we just, please. should we do a Freaky can Friday? We, Hang on, concentrate. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, baby. Oh. Hello, I'm Kenneth Mullet. Oh, hang on, sorry. Wait, sorry. how are they? Oh, no! <laughs> We're in the wrong bodies, baby! <laughs> All right, everyone back in. Wait, who did Tom become? Hey, it's me, Steve. <laughs> back under the rubble. Everybody no, back in, me. baby. Everybody back in. Here we go. <laughs> so, oh. It's me, Hannah. Great. It worked, baby. Thanks, Yeah, Jim no. I don't believe in showering, baby. I've just got my natural musk. Mm. Ah. Mm. Now oh, you got the groove. You so much more you. Mm. Since I... Mm. <laughs> Since we hugged, you've sound so much, yeah, more groovy, baby. Can I can I be honest, baby? I'm not myself, baby. I've been saddened by this whole experience. I feel like I've I feel like I've lost my mojo, baby. Really? You moonwalked like over here. Yeah, well <laughs> normally normally I've done it on my head, Kenny, you know me. 
I had to do it on my feet because your, I'm feeling your that head bad. moonwalk genuinely is quite something. That's very <laughs> impressive. General Phillips looks at you, Kenny, and he's like, Kenny, you're wearing socks and no shoes, baby. I just gives you a hug. Your, I always took your fashion advice. You're you're a solid dude, man. Thank you know what? Thank you. Thanks for coming, man. I I don't have many friends. General Phillips, God. we're not visiting. Hey. We're come to break you out. We're gonna bust you guys out. Yeah, look alive, look alive, General Phillips. We gotta, right. we gotta get out of here. Oh, Candy, Candy, baby, you've got to tell him. You've got to tell him what you told me about the league, about, about Kappa. Oh, yeah. Well, um, guys, I don't know if you've had enough good news recently. Um, yes, this... you sent me that mysterious voice note on last... the pizza buzzer. Yeah, absolutely. On the pizza yeah. buzzer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, incredibly diverse piece of Oh, yeah, yeah. totally. Not my phone. It felt a bit like you know an iPod Touch. You know, if, why would I have this and yeah, a phone? Yeah. It... yeah, well, um, everybody, you may know that Team Helsing have taken over this prison. Team Helsing and Capacorp and the League have all kind of become one. Let me tell you what I learned when I was at Capacorp. I think we set this up with a couple of questions. Tom, let's assume it's a top secret meeting between Seto and Tyler that okay. Candy overheard. Where is it? Where is this top secret meeting? It's still in Tapu Dhabi because we know that's where Candy and Hannah were infiltrating. Where in Tapu Dhabi? <laughs> what if it's the one place that no one actually does go to anymore because everyone goes to Pokemon gyms? What if it's just a human gym with weights and <laughs> various things? It's just the gym. But no one goes there. <laughs> Every so often, just a 10-year-old does walk in and just goes, I'm here to defeat you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> There's a personal trainer that's like, what, you want You want to get ripped? You want to get hench? Hey, wait, oh, God, where's my sweatband? No, oh, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. Human gym. Just it's a really it's like... old gym. Nice. So, listener, think of a gym. Now make it old. Yeah, add a spiderweb. Yeah, more. Add a rust tap, metal wings. <laughs> There's somebody with, a, with a handlebar moustache and a singlet. <laughs> just, just. <laughs> Ali, how is Candy privy to this meeting? Candy was Kappa's PA, and I think she saw in his diary, like, he goes to the gym every day. However... <laughs> He's weak. He's, He's weak as anything. Weaker and weaker <laughs> yes. and weaker. So she knows that something's up at that gym because he's definitely yeah, so not working out. Exactly. She's like, I'm gonna head to that gym tonight. The... So she's in disguise. Yeah. So she's in disguise, getting a free trial with a giant handlebar mustache. Exactly. And a okay. So yeah. she is getting a free trial with the with the desperate personal trainer. Actually, she's just keeping an eye on Seto Kappa Tyler meeting. And David, finally, where where in the gym are they having this chat? They're both on the treadmills. Light jog though, really light jog. Like we're not talking a like a three. Oh, so it's a walk. I'll take Seto. Anyone fancy Tyler? I, I could take. I'm up for okay. Tyler. So is David playing Candy's? Candy, yes. Yeah. If Candy, so therefore, if, if Ali, Ali, you're the personal trainer. Ali, you are personal trainer. We'll cut. Be- we'll cut between you. I wonder who the Maverick character in this scene is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> what have we done? Just to remind the listeners, because it's been a while since we've seen Seto and Tyler. Seto is a wiry twenty-something with receding blonde hair uh, and a, a big suit that hangs off him. And Tyler is a shorter man 
Very understated, very quiet, fade, haircut, and this trademark purple checkered scarf covering the lower half of his face. Darker skin, this sort of edge of a, a fashion designer. And that's Tyler. So, we'll cut in on this treadmill conversation. Hi, welcome to uh, to, to pure pure loin, Jim. Uh, you must pure. be. Um... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Sorry, pure Ali. Loin. Pure loin. Pure loin. What you'll get from this, Jim? Pure loin. Ali, you did not let me down with the maverick aspect <laughs> oh, of this. Oh character. my god! Uh, the first loin. things out your mouth. I see you're here for a free trial. And, you know me. And... I love my loins, like I like my shores. Pure. Pure. Yes. <laughs> this Jim is 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 hopping today. We have to. Today. Can you believe it? Yes, I, I can see. And can I can I maybe watch what they're doing? I'm not. You want to go specifically to one I could place? watch them, like near them, sort of do whatever they're doing. What incredibly complex piece of equipment is nearest to the treadmills that the personal trainer has spotted for Candy? It is a pull-up bar, but instead mm. of it being vertical, it actually snapped in two and it's just hanging down to <laughs> bars either side. But the so gym it's like instructor... a ninja warrior. Exactly. So, yeah, well, why don't you try out our patented pull-up bar, or as I call it, the uh, the pure-up bar, <laughs> and oh. you can pull yourself up, you can swing a bit, you can just sort of, like, hang out. That's what I do every day. What? I'm so also, also, there's a Sharpedo tank underneath. Yeah, well, <laughs> Sharp, that's... Sharpedo! 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 Sharpedo. That's, that's what you get from pure gym. <laughs> Tetanus and Sharpedo bites. Motivation. Oh, wow. Mm. I love upper oh. arm strength. Would you please sign this disclaimer? No, oh, no, she's walking away. I, um, I'll be right here if you need me. Footum, footum, footum. Why are we always meeting in a gym? Because, you know this, Tyler, it's the quietest place in the busiest city in Formia. Gosh, I'm sweat. I'm moving at three kilometres an hour and I'm sweating through my suit. What is wrong with me? Oh. Get a grip, Kappa, come on. Well, I'm nervous. I'm nervous, Tyler. Forgive me that. We're so close to finally doing this thing and I'm well it's not that I'm getting cold feet of course Tyler it's, it's a good plan I know it's a good plan it's just you know there's a lot of it's a lot of money it's a lot of money a lot of my family's money riding on this Tyler and I, I, I'm just <clears throat> how, how close are we well you saw the launch the extreme ball launch was rousing success we've been selling like mudkips you know <laughs> yeah mudkips do go, go like <laughs> they sell well <laughs> Hi, sorry, I couldn't help but interrupt. Did you want to buy this mudkip? We're actually sorry. selling them at the gym. Hey, oh. you say this every time, mate, and I'm telling sorry. you. I do is it a protein mudkip? It is a protein mudkip, yeah. Uh, Why do you employ this after. guy, Seto? Because it's my, it's my brother. It's Mokubu Kappa. My screw-up brother. Yeah, of course. Can't hold down a job, can you, Mokubu? So I've stuck you in the gym. You I know? can't even this... sell these mudkips. Everyone sells mudkips. I thought your brother's yeah. name was Mokuba. You, That's the one, Mokuba. Mokuba. I, I forgot you his forgot name. forgot your brother's name and you relegated him to he's, being a he's personal trainer in this a gym just, that no one that, visited. That's, that's how prison? irrelevant my brother is. Look, he got involved with the life of crime. He was almost with the odd father for a while. Oh my this god, is... a ten-year-old boy has entered the gym. I must welcome him. Do you know what? I actually appreciate his work ethic. Anyway, listen, we're getting distracted, Tyler. This is... We're close. The Extreme Ball launch was a massive success. You've seen, you've seen how they're selling. There are kids out there catching... Crazy Pokemon that they shouldn't even. We, I have, I have a sponsored league trainer, Heron and Bash. They've, they've captured dragons. They've captured high dragons. They've captured dragons. They're taking on the entire league with, with, with my extreme balls. And when the moment's right, Seto Kappa glances around 
And what's Candy doing on the uh, <laughs> on the Sharpedo pull-up bars? Candy is so terrified of everything that Candy has managed to hoist herself onto the bar above the broken bar and is sat there. Oh no! Oh. Hanging upside down like a zoo bat. Yeah. <laughs> by her legs. Sorry, that's um, actually where I go to cry. <laughs> oh God, Mokuba! If you reach um, over to the other bar, you can find my tissues. <laughs> Pass one, please. So sad. Seta Kappa sees Candy with Mokuba and kind of associates them together in terms of like uselessness. Figures, it's safe to speak. That's why we're in the gym. <laughs> and when we activate the extreme balls, we'll have, by my calculations, over eighty percent of Formian Pokémon already captured in them. It's only a matter of time before we get the whole population. For a minute, I thought. Maybe this won't work. Maybe the people of Formia will actually, well, at least the trainers of Formia, would actually want to not shy away from <laughs> what, hard Take work. the hard way? <laughs> no, that, that's what you have to understand, Tyler, is you offer people an easier option and they take it. doesn't matter how much it costs. I hate to say it, but you're right. People want the easy road. They want the Mewtwo without, without the Route 1 pigeon. The quick gratification, absolutely. In Sad. fact, Tyler, how about, how about a little demonstration, what we can expect when we go full activation? activation on the extreme balls. Hmm. A little taste. I suppose. Otherwise, I've been here for absolutely nothing. Seta Kappa gets out a tablet, types in a couple of codes, opens, opens up an app. He, he goes through like a list, this numbered list of every Pokemon that's been captured in an extreme ball so far. So you keep them all There's in thousands. This There's thousands. Massive database. Uh, let's just pick one at random. Clicks on one, and this live feed. Video shows Macaulay, the bug catcher. You guys would know. Rattuno Forest. Frenzy Plant three... 2. Frenzy Plant 2, where you fought the three bug catchers. And Macaulay, the little tomboy bug catcher, caught a Scyther with an extreme ball. A Scyther was way too powerful for Macaulay. David, what are Macaulay and Scyther doing? Macaulay and Scyther are taking on a gym nearby. They're taking on a oh, gym. Oh, nice. Okay. Macaulay, the bug catcher, is about to win their first gym badge against the ghost gym leader, Yorick in their stagey, stagey gym in Pyrenile. Macaulay is so excited. I don't think there's sound on the feed, but on the video you can see little Macaulay jumping up and down, ready to deliver the final blow with Scyther on Yorick's Dusclops. And at that moment, Seto presses an activation button. The extreme ball in the feed whirs. The eyes on the Scyther turn blue, stops this attack midair, turns to face its trainer in inverted commas, Macaulay. Macaulay trying to command it to attack, and the Scyther just turns the blunt edge of its blade and bashes Macaulay away like a ragdoll. <laughs> Hovers its wings and flies out of the gym, and we lose the feed. <laughs> Seto continues. Once activation's complete, full control over that Pokemon. Centralised with us, Tyler. An entire Pokemon army at our beck and call. You can finally abolish that outdated trainer ranking system. D to S. Nobody adheres to it anymore. You've got S-class trainers like Cassius Flash, who doesn't even work. You've got Gary Smoke, who disappears for days at a time. We don't have to worry about that anymore. You have Pokemon that listen to you. To us. An army. I have on many occasions thought that the Pokemon police system some kind of libertarian wild west rather outdated this system works better an actual system an actual police force an actual army that can be controlled by the right people it's amazing what people will sign up to when they don't read the fine print i was just thinking you got you got them in the terms and conditions didn't you Yes. Speaking, speaking, speaking of which, um, the terms and conditions for your gym membership states that um, you have to you have to give me your your ID, madam. So, um, what was what was your 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 name and and, and all of your details again? Maybe of your course, <laughs> of course, my name was 
Curlandy. Sorry, Candy was that? Was your name Candy? Cur- no, Curlandy, Curlandy, one of Gary Smoke's cheerleaders. Kappa. Yes. Who's that over there? I. Excuse me. Do I know you? Yes, you I'm your brother. Me. Come on, dude. You probably saw me cheerleading for Gary Smoke back when he was going for Pokemon Champion. I'm Kalandi. You might have seen me with Mandy and Mark, and and Brandy, and and none of the others. That was that was all of us. And now I'm here in Tapu Dabi working as a Candy. You get the sense that maybe now's a time to leave. I would like some time to think about my gym membership, so I'm gonna go and uh, cool down. Are you uh, sure? So... You sign up today, you get a free Mudkip. <laughs> I've heard <laughs> you <laughs> like Mudkips, and I, call I them am. Stream ball. Have you tried one of those? They're amazing. Oh, I'm just gonna go cool down at home. As Candy leaves the gym, you see her start to get out her Poro phone and start recording a voice note, and Kappa turns to you, Mokaba. Mokaba, stop her and make sure. She doesn't tell anyone what she's just heard. You understand? I do. And if I do that, will you sign up to the gym? Yes. Oh, God, this is going to be the best stopping ever. <laughs> he runs in the wrong direction. Oh, wait, I forgot what the exit was. This way. I need to get back to the league and I'll um, I'll keep working on the others, Seto. I think I've got a couple on board. Smoke might be a bit harder. There are other ways of dealing with them if needs be. You're talking to the right person for that. Kappa hits emergency stop. <laughs> Rips off the end of the, of the running machine. As Tyler is leaving the the gym, the Scyther with the blue eyes lands in front of the doors. Scyther! Kappa, regaining his feet and his composure. A gift, Tyler, from me to you. Sign of good faith. I'll get the others on Fade back in on Candy, finishing the story. They're giving out free mudkips? <laughs> I mean, there's a Pokemon army? That's awful. Yeah, Candy, they're... you weren't kidding when you said that was big, baby. So people don't own the Pokemon that they're catching. They're renting them, loaning them or leasing them or something. They actually belong to the Pokemon League. Every Normally Pokemon when... caught in an extreme ball is going to be used by the Pokemon League in an army against who or what? Well, anyone. This is the thing, Kenny. When a Pokeball usually catches a Pokemon, the contract is simply between the owner and the Pokemon. But in this situation, Capacorp owns that contract. The Pokemon is simply controlled by the company. So they could just use those Pokemon to do anything they want at any point. We have to stop them. We do have to stop them, but there's also something else very important happening right now, right here. And I don't know, I feel like we could use your help. You said before this that Team Helsing are in on this as well and there's a great big mysterious event happening. I, I think like right now, elsewhere in the prison. If those Pokemon can all be controlled, then you know me, I'm an optimistic kind of person, but I feel my optimism waning. I was going to say, Kenny baby, are you sure you're up to this now? You don't look yourself. All of my Pokemon are gone. My inner confidence has, has taken a hit, shall we say. Do you know, is, is, have you passed anywhere near here maybe where we could heal or maybe get your Pokemon back? I mean, where's Jockey? Jockey's got to be around here somewhere, right? Yes, where's Jockey? I, we could get him out. Well, I mean, there might be something, baby. And General Phillips removes a necklace that he keeps just below his ruffles, his white ruffled shirt, which obviously is showing wear and tear from his time in prison. And it's a rainbow badge. It turns out it's actually a locket, which he opens. It's the last thing I've got that's of mine, baby. <laughs> a single revive. 
Just one. But I don't even have any Pokemon to use it on, baby, so... I don't know, Kenny? I know it's not much, but perhaps you can put it to better use than me. Head of the Special Defenders, I'd support you, baby, and I haven't... I haven't done that, so... Consider this my first proper action. Supporting you. All of you. Thank you, General Phillips. Kenny takes it and offers it to Hannah. Kenny, what I said earlier, it still stands. I'm not 100% not scared of you, but I'm going to tell you this now. Team Helsing will be way more scared of you than they will be of me. You should take it. Ashley, I was going to ask if you could choose from my four Pokemon. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Oh, did you think I was... Oh, I thought oh, you were that is offering so it to awkward. me because I have one Pokemon, so there's no choice. It's just oh. lampin'. Oh. That feels like something I would have done, like, before my crisis of confidence. Oh, I but, see. But, uh, so, okay, well, I guess there's a simple question as to which Pokemon do you trust the most. Bowtie, I guess. It had to be right. But, but I, I mean, I didn't say that. I mean, baby, they're all unconscious right now. You can say whatever you like. Which one don't you like? Come on, it's probably <laughs> yeah, who, 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 yeah, who do you hate? If they can't hear you. Like, who, who gets on your nerves, baby? Yeah, we all want to know about that. <laughs> Did out. you just wipe scene? Yeah, I wiped scene. scene. <laughs> Wait, Kenny, who did you choose? Scene up. Bowtie is revived. Everyone oh, the lights came back up. Everyone, everyone goes, oh my god, I can't believe that was your least favourite Pokemon. But it was such adorable reasons. Oh, Kenny. And then goes, thank you, General Phillips. Thank you, Hannah. And you know what? Thank you, Candy, as well. Just, you know, you're nice. What well do you done. mean, and you know what? I told you <laughs> vital information. Boys are all the same. She's Men a super trash. spy. We have to go now. I don't even know where we're going. We're just going to run in this direction. Feel like down. Listen up, Kenny. I lost my job. I've lost my Pokemon. I don't know where my husband is. All I've got, my baby, is you guys and the special defenders. So my hand is in. Hannah? Candy? Don't worry, everybody. And even Candy will put their hand in. (laughs) Kenny puts his hand in. Defenders? Special! Ah, oh, it doesn't, no, it doesn't really work. No, but let's go. Let's it'll, go. It'll all work. right, yeah, yeah. Kenny, it'll work when all of us are together again. Defenders special. Oh, God. get enough of my voice after the second all kenny episode i'm also doing the outro oh far too much alley for one week i don't think we intended brandy and theo to have a week off again but to be fair i do have it in my contract that i must have a kenny solo episode once a year meanwhile poor theo hasn't even had one david sitting there like do i mean nothing to you stop being so succinct david you need to waffle more mate then stew has no choice See, I'm even waffling in the outro, so I'm going to segue straight into thanking our amazing patrons. This list is forever growing, much to our amazement, and there are a few people I'm thanking for the very first time, including our newest patron at the time of recording, Inclusive Investor. Thank you, Inclusive Investor, for your patronage, and also for your lovely, lovely message that you recently sent us. It warmed all of our hearts, and it just made us so, so happy. And to make me even happier, time to read out the list of our marvellous patrons. Thank you so, so much to Sandy Swain, Mark Smith, Brad Demon... 
Dowker, Doka. Ooh, I think I botched that one. So thank you to Martin Blackwood, Megan Taylor, Audrey Resendith, Jam, Betsy Lewin Lee, Polkadash55, Scott M, Ollie B, Ellie Lieberman, Carrie Morrison. Very excited for your remasters of Raindance, Carrie. Watch out for those, everyone. Darius Jakowski, thank you. Thank you, Beth Shivers. Thank you, Big Fat Nuke, Cesar Trevino, Jerembi and Jerembi's mum, of course. Thank you to the Games Master, Alastair Collinson. Great first name. Thank you to Ginny Voss. Thank you to my cabbages! Ryan Teague, thank you very much. Miller Moy, Josh Anderson, Heather Rail Snell. Her name rhymes and it's very fun to say. Thank you to Eric Eikinger, Crandon Creations. I guess thank you, DW Hollins. Thank you, Force Major, Crispy, Alchemage. Thank you, Trigula, aka Aurora. Thank you, Huxley Spicer. Thank you, Jonah Jackson, Kaiko Pin Cosplay, DGZ. Thank you, Hi Killy. Thank you to our doctors, Dr. Mega Man PhD and Dr. Rani. Very happy to have medical professionals uh, as part of our patrons. Thank you to Alex W. Special shout out to you, Alex, this week for providing the previously in an American accent. Yeah, patrons adopting accents for their previouslys seems to be a bit of a, a running theme. Honestly, I don't know where they get that idea from. If you want to join this beautiful bunch, support the show, be on the show, get bonus content and much, much more, you can go to our page on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash critical ditto, and there you'll find a lot more information. Alternatively, you could just leave us a rating and review, and that will massively help us too. As always, thank you to Michael Sands, the creator of the TTRPG Monster of the Week, the game system that we have hacked for our show. Pocket Monster of the Week is actually starting to gather some serious momentum right now, and hopefully we'll release a second version before too long. Thank you to our music and sound effects people, Glitch X City, Epidemic Sound, and Braxton Burks and the Material Collective. Thank you to our Pokemon guys, Junichi Masuda and Satoshi Tajiri. Uh, of course, we are not affiliated with Game Freak, Nintendo, or the Pokemon Company. We are not-for-profit and fan-made. Thank you to you for listening, and thank you to my friends and yours, Tom, David, and Stu, for playing with me. Follow us on Twitter, at Critical Ditto. Follow us on Instagram, at Critical Ditto Pod. And join our Discord, details of which can be found on our Twitter page. And finally, go and be the very best, like no one ever was. In other words... Just be yourself. Save the best last. <laughs> <laughs>